Thanks for joining us today for the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Now, here's today's message. Colossians chapter number three and verse number one is where we're going to be. Uh, Colossians chapter number three and verse number one. The Bible says this, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth, for ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. I want to preach on the subject this morning, raised with Christ. As we continue in this series, Complete in Him, I want to talk on the the subject, raised with Christ. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. God, we are so thankful for how you've already met with us today. Lord, we're so thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. Because without it, there is no remission for sin. We're thankful that your love does not give up on us. But God, your mercy is more. We're so thankful for who you are to us today. Lord, as we get into your word this morning, I pray that you would open up our hearts and our minds. And God, that we would just be ready to receive your word this morning. God, if our hearts are not right with you, God, we would make it right so that you can speak to us today. God, I pray that you would be with me and just give me the words to say, Lord, so that it might make a difference in someone's life today. In your precious and holy name, I pray, amen. You may be seated. We've entitled this this series, Complete in Christ. And it really, the title comes directly out of uh, this passage, out of this book, this letter. In Colossians 2.10, it says, And ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. That word complete has the idea of fullness. It's being full. And sometimes as Christians, we feel as if we need more than Christ to be full. A lot of times in our life, we feel like we need more than him in order to be full. But the Bible tells us that we are complete. We are full in Christ Jesus. Understand this morning, we are not complete in our denomination. Just because we are a Baptist today does not mean that you are complete. Uh, We are not complete today because of our church. Just because you are a member at Fellowship Baptist Church does not mean that you are complete. Listen, we're not complete in our works this morning. We're not complete in our profession this morning. We are complete in Christ. He is our sufficiency. I was expecting more amens on that. He is our sufficiency. You see, the Christian life revolves around our identification with Christ. It revolves around us being united with him by faith. And four times in these four verses that we have read this morning, Paul mentions Christ. Why does he mention Christ in every four times in four verses? Because Christ is central. Christ is central in the Christian life. You see, how how should we live now that we, but the Bible says here that we have been raised with Christ. So how should we now live if we've been raised with Christ? William Hendrickson 
sums it up this way. He said, believers should be consistent. They should live in conformity with the fact that they were raised with Christ, who is their life. You see, you and I are meant for so much more than what this world can offer us. So much more than what this world can give us. Colossians gives us a bigger picture of what our purpose is. Colossians gives us a a higher goal to live for. It directs us to rise above the things of this world and to focus on eternal things. You understand today, because you have been raised with Christ, that changes everything. Thank you, Pastor Don. Because you have been raised with Christ, that means that, that, that everything, it changes everything in your life. You're dead to sin, raised to new life. We find in this passage of Scripture, being raised with Christ, there's, there's a couple of things I want us to see. First of all, two commands for those who have been raised with Christ. The first thing I want us to see is two commands uh, that are for those who have been raised with Christ. Look at verse number one. The Bible says this, if ye then be risen with Christ. Now, that, that word if there has the, the meaning, the Greek meaning of since, okay? Since ye then be risen with Christ. Have you been risen with Christ today? Do you know Jesus Christ is your personal savior? Since you have been raised with Jesus Christ, he says, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So first of all, we need to set our hearts on things above. Set our hearts on things above. That word seek here is the same word that we find in the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Paul's saying that as a Christian, you have a new direction in life. As a Christian in Christ, you have a new goal in life. You're no longer to seek the things here on this earth. We are to now seek things that are in heaven, heavenly things. The things which are above, Paul says here, it refers to heavenly things, eternal things, things of God that will last. You see, you see understand the things above are those that will last forever. That's, that's in contrast with the things that we gain and we live for and we strive for here on this earth. The Bible says that those things rust and corrupt. Those things are, are, are things that thieves break through and steal. But the Bible says that if we lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven, we have that new goal, we have that new focus, then the Bible says that's where, the, those are the things that we get that where, where neither rust nor moth nor rust doth corrupt where thieves do not break through and steal. Those are things that last forever. We must set our minds on things above. Paul says to seek those things above. But then he says this, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Why do we seek things above? Because that's where Christ is. Sitting on the right hand of the Father. You see, the right hand of God is a place of honor. It's also a place of authority. Jesus sitting at the right hand of God in heaven means that Jesus is reigning over all things. Jesus said that he has been given all power in heaven and in earth. That's who we serve. That's who he is. But the Bible tells us not only has Christ been raised and seated at the right hand of God, but we are sitting there with him. You're saying, what? What did you just say? What what do you mean? The Bible says in 
in Ephesians 2, 6, it says, and hath raised us up together. Listen to this. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You see, spiritually, we have been raised with Christ and we are sitting with him in heavenly places. That means for us that in Christ, we have the high ground over the enemy. We have been freed from Satan. We have been freed from sin. And we have authority in Christ who is seated at the right hand of God. That's powerful stuff. Because we've been risen with Christ, we can now set our our hearts on the things above. See, you have been given a new life with Christ. You have been given a new direction and a new goal with Christ. A.T. Robertson puts it this way, we are now on the other side of the grave and are walking with Christ. You see, when you died with Christ, you cut off your connection with this old world. Now that you are raised with Christ, you are connected with heaven in a new way. William Barclay says this, from now on, the Christian will view everything against the background of eternity and no longer live as if the world was all that mattered. Listen, so that, that, that's our first command this morning. If we've been raised with Christ, then we must set our heart on things above. Listen, church, stop setting your heart on the things of this earth. Stop setting your heart on money. Stop setting your heart on on pleasure. Stop setting your heart on material things because those things are not going to last. Set your heart on the things above. Set your things on those things that will last for all of eternity, on those things that we have to lay at Christ's feet. Set your things on on, on the things above. Set your heart on the things above. See, it's so easy for us in our Christian lives to just live for the here and now, right? We get so concerned with the here and now that we neglect the things that are above. When we're raised with Christ, there's two commands for those raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above, but number two, set your mind on things above. Set your mind on things above. Look at verse number two. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. That word translated, set your affection, is a word that means to think about something. It is phrased in such a way in the Greek that it means to think about constantly. Setting your affection on the things above is to think of the things above constantly. That's what Paul is is telling us to do to strive to do. And so if seeking things above means having a new direction or a new goal, then setting our affection on things above means having a new focus. Having a new focus. J.B. Lightfoot said this, you must not only seek heaven, you must also think heaven. I like that. You must not always only seek heaven, you must think heaven. You see, you and I have been raised with Christ And therefore, we should have a new focus. We're constantly, we should be constantly thinking of God and the things of God rather than the things of this earth. Paul says here that he he talks about earthly things. Now, 
Understand, he's not talking about sinful things. I don't believe that's what he's, he's speaking of because some things on this earth are sinful, amen? But there are some things on this earth that are not sinful. You see, the sin is not the earthly things themselves, but in making those things your focus. Making the earthly things your focus. Listen, don't set your mind, don't set your affection on earthly things. Don't be thinking of earthly things all the time. You see, when we do that, what happens? Discouraged. When we do that, what happens? Depression. When we do that, what happens? Things, things fall apart. Set your affection, set your mind on the things above. Paul said in Philippians chapter number three, he, he was talking of the unbelievers. He said, who mind earthly things. They, they mind earthly things, but he said for us, but our conversation is in heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. Amen? Listen, I think that in, in our lives, we are more, we are, we're more concerned with our, uh, our, our American citizenship than we are our heavenly citizenship. We're more focused on our American citizenship than we are focused on our heavenly citizenship. And when we do that, that, that trouble happens, right? Our focus gets off. I'm not saying don't, don't be thankful. I am grateful for America, amen? I'm thankful that we have a country to live in, that we're free and we can, we can preach of God. But don't be so focused on that that you neglect your heavenly citizenship. Set your mind, set your affection on things above. It's been said that you can be so earthly minded. Listen to this. You can be so earthly minded that you are no heavenly good. You can be so earthly minded that you are no heavenly good. Church, we must be heavenly minded if we're going to do any earthly good. We must be heavenly minded. If we're going to do anything on this earth that is good, the sin is not, we, we understand that, that when we set our minds on things above, it will revolutionize our thinking. What did Paul say in Philippians 4.8? He said, finally, brothers, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are, are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, think on these things. Think on those things. Think on those heavenly things. And when your focus is on heaven, you begin to view each person around you in, a, in an eternal manner. You begin to serve your brothers and sisters in Christ more than you ever have. You begin to see the lost around you for their souls. When you're focused on eternal things, when you're heavenly minded, when you cross people across the street or at, the, at, the, at, at Walmart, you see you're going to see them for their soul. That one day, just like you, that they're going to spend an eternity in either heaven or hell. Heavenly minded. Focusing on the things above. Church, where's your heart today? Where's your heart today? Have you been risen with Christ? Where's your heart? Have you been risen with Christ? Where's your affection? What's your mind focused on? Listen, don't let the world influence your thinking. Let your mind be transformed by Christ and his word. Church, that's why it's so important for us to be in God's word each and every day of our life. 
each and every day. Read his word, soak in the word of God, bring it, uh, allow it to transform you in your life. Uh, understand, that's why it's so important for us to, to listen to godly, good music. Filling our minds with, with heavenly things. Filling our minds, allowing us to become focused on things above. You see, since you have been raised with Christ, you've given, been given a new direction, amen? You've been given a new, you've been given a new focus. Set your hearts and minds on things above. We see the two commandments for those raised with Christ, but then number two, I want us to see three reasons to obey those commands. Three reasons to obey those commands. What's those commands? Have your heart on things above. Have your mind on things above. Why do we do those things? Why do we do those commands? Here it is in verse number three. The Bible says this, for ye are dead. For ye are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. Paul gives in these next two verses, three reasons based on our past, our present, and our future, why we should set our minds and hearts on the things above. I want us to look at those this morning. Number one, in the past, you died with Christ. You died with Christ. The Bible says, for ye are dead. You know, Christ not only died for you, but you died with him. You guys are thinking, well, this, this, this is crazy. We've been raised with Christ. We died with Christ. You see, if you're a Christian today, this is something that has already happened to you. It's a completed action. When you put your faith in Christ, you died. Pastor uh, Warren Wearsby said this. He said, we are dead and alive at the same time. Dead to sin and alive in Christ. Dead to sin and alive in Christ. We must be setting our hearts and minds on things above. Why? Because we have died with Christ. Because we have died and we now live because of Christ. Paul writes this in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Understand, because of Christ, we are dead to sin. And, and because we are dead to sin, we can now live in victory over sin. We can live in victory. Why? Because we are dead to sin. You set your hearts and minds on things above. Church, why do we, why do we continue to live for the things that we're already dead to? Right? Why do we continue to live for the things that we are already dead to? We must set our minds on the things above. Set our hearts on the things above. Why? Because we died with Christ. Not only that, but number two, because your life is now hidden with Christ in God. That's present. We died with Christ and now our lives are hidden with Christ in God. Look at verse number three. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. What does that mean for us today? I believe the first thing that we need to see 
a life that is hid with Christ means that we are safe and we are secure. Amen? A life that is hidden in God, we are safe and secure. Where is your life today? It is hid in Christ. And where is Christ? He is seated at the right hand of God. I can't think of any safer place to be. And that's who we are in Christ. We, we have died with Christ and now our life is hidden in Christ. The Bible, Jesus said in John chapter 10, he, he told, uh, he told the, the individuals he's speaking to, I give them eternal life. And he says, and nothing can pluck them out of my hand. Nothing can pluck them out of my father's hand. We are secure. We are hidden in Christ. And I know the time change is, is rough today, but are we thankful for these things? Come on. Our salvation is secure in Christ. Hidden in Christ. Put a smile on, everybody. Put a smile on, everybody. Come on. Listen, church. When your life is hidden with Christ, no one can take you out of his hand. Christ and the Father are one. They both hold you in their hands, which means you are safe and you are secure. The Bible tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God. His love won't give up on us, right? So that's the first sense of the word hidden. Your life is safe and secure. But the second sense of this word is that when you die with Christ, Listen, you are seated in the heavenly places and your life is hidden with him. That's a mystery, isn't it? People who do not know Christ will never understand that. I mean, we can hardly understand that. It's hard for us to comprehend that. It's hard for us to understand that this morning. Jesus prayed in John 17. He said, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word that they, listen to this, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Listen, the Father is in Jesus, and Jesus is in the Father, and you and I are in the Father and the Son. What a mystery. What a wonderful truth. And those who do not know Christ, listen, they can't understand that, but but it's such a wonderful, powerful thought today. Listen, why should we, why should we set our, th- our, our minds and our hearts on things above? Because we, are, we died with Christ, amen? We died with Christ. We died to the things of this world. We, our life is now hidden with Christ. But then lastly, we see when Christ appears, you will appear with him in glory. When Christ appears, you will appear with him in glory. That's our future. That's our future. Look at verse number four. When Christ, I love this, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. You died with Christ, that's your past. You are hidden with Christ, that is your present. And in the future, you will appear with Christ in glory. Don't we serve a great God? Don't we serve a great Savior this morning? Christ died. Christ rose again. Christ ascended into heaven. And one day Christ will return. And on that day, what was hidden will be revealed. 
Earlier, Paul said, your life is now hid with Christ. Now he says here that Christ is your life. You understand as a Christian, Christ is the source of your life. He is the goal of your life. He is the very reason for your life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then he went on to say, because I live, ye shall live also. And so as Christians today, Jesus is not only the most important thing in your life, he should be your life. Should be your life. This is Christ who is your life. What is your life? Church, Christian, what is most important to you? Is it building your own kingdom here on this earth? Or is it helping God build his? Listen, what is your purpose? What is most important to you? Paul said in Philippians 1.21, for, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Listen, if you are a Christian today, then Christ is your life. And because he is your life, you know what? He's also your hope. And he says here that when I appear, you will also appear with him in glory. Those of you who are saved, when he appears, we will also appear with him in glory. When Christ shall appear, listen, that is, a, that is the hope. That is the, the destiny of every believer. 1 John 3, 2 says, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Have you ever read that verse and really thought about it? When he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. You understand God in that day is going to take a bunch of undeserving sinners like you and like me, and he's going to glorify us with Christ. His mercy truly is more. He's going to one day glorify us with Christ. When Christ is revealed in glory, you and I will be revealed along with him. You understand that our life is totally bound up in Christ as a believer. Our life is totally bound up with Christ. So church, remember, you are united with Christ by faith. So what happens to Christ happens to you. Just think about that. What happens to Christ happens to you. When Christ died, you died with him. When Christ rose again, you were raised with him. And when Christ will appear in glory, you will appear in glory with him. You are united with Christ we can truly say that he completes us, amen? That in him, we are complete in him. See, as Christians, we are called to live a Christ-centered life. As Christians, we are called to live a Christ-centered life. And that means putting Christ at the center rather than the things of this world. Church, I think we all need to do some examining in our own lives this morning. What is first in our life? 
what are we putting ahead of Christ? Because we need to understand that because we are risen with Christ, our hearts and our minds must be on the things above. They must be on the things above. Church, stop looking forward. Stop looking backwards. Stop looking down. Stop looking around and look up. Because in Christ, you have a new direction in life. You set your heart on the things above. In Christ, you have a new focus. Set your mind on the things above. And because of Christ, we have a new authority. We've been raised with Christ who is seated at the right hand of God. And in Christ, we have a new destiny, a new hope in heaven. Church, are you feeling down today? Maybe you're feeling tired. I think we're all feeling tired today. Feeling down? Are you feeling discouraged, defeated? Then let me remind you to look up. Let me remind you to set your affection on the things above. Because you've been raised with Christ. So set your hearts and your minds on the things above. Thanks for listening to this sermon from Fellowship Baptist Church. Come visit us at 2501 Michigan Avenue, Panama City, Florida. For more information or to donate to this ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Have a great week.